Yeah, that was uh, definitely wasn't a light episode, was it? I haven't even finished yet. Oh, you haven't? Left. You've still got one. Look There's at me. I'm left. closing my laptop down yeah, going, yeah, right, job fine. done. Your job's done. <laughs> I've got one left, uh, which is nothing to do with social justice, I don't think, particularly, or education, actually, okay. uh, as is my want. Uh, it's in my occasional strand, which I provisionally entitled Social Media is going to bring about the apocalypse, which I think I've... <laughs> <laughs> That's I've, definitely a strand. There's a strand in my. It's not uh, just a strand. My, it's well, like a no. pillar. <laughs> yeah, it's a pillar of pillar of our existence. So this is something completely different. We've given you a load of really heavy stuff. I mean, it's not super duper light, but it's kind of a bit thought provoking, I suppose, um, and just gets us thinking a little bit. So, um, I suppose many of our listeners will have been, you know, idly scrolling through some of what I will call the less highbrow news websites out there in the world. And there will be stories about, oh, you know, this person's act of kindness will, you know, I don't know. What do they always say? They always have these awful clickbaity things they say, don't they? You know, this be kind, heartwarming <laughs> video will, I don't know, make you cry or something. And it'll be some <laughs> random act of kindness in a supermarket somewhere. Or oh, something random like acts of that, kindness. You know? They're a thing, aren't they? Yes, and I spotted this article in The Guardian at the end of January and the headline is They filmed me without my consent, the ugly side of hashtag kindness videos. So uh, here we go. Uh, Marie only wanted to buy some shoes. A pair that she liked the look of had gone on sale, so she made a trip into the city to try them on. It was late in the day in June, midwinter in Melbourne, and the shopping centre was quiet. After making her purchase, Marie stopped for a coffee and that's when it happened, she said. A young man approached her holding a posy of flowers. He asked Marie to hold them for him as he put on his jacket. I wish I trusted my instincts and said no, she says. It was all so quick. Marie took the flowers, then the man walked away wishing her a lovely day. She held them out after him, bemused. Then Marie noticed two men operating a camera on a tripod a few feet away. I said, did you film that? And they denied it, said Marie. I even said to them, do you want these flowers? I don't want them. They just looked stunned. Mary went home with her new shoes and the flowers. That evening, her partner received a text from a friend with teenage children. Mary was in a video going viral on TikTok. Not active on social media, Mary didn't think anything of it. I thought, who watches these TikToks anyway? Oh well. I didn't even know what viral meant. She paid the video no mind until she saw an article about the interaction in the Daily Mail. The man who'd handed the flowers to Marie was Harrison Pavluk, a 22-year-old TikToker with a following of millions for his random acts of kindness, in inverted commas. Among videos showing him offering hugs to strangers and paying for people's groceries, Pavluk had posted the clip of Marie with the caption, I hope this made her day better, with a red heart emoji and the hashtag wholesome. <laughs> In a little over a week, it had garnered 52 million views and 10 million likes. I'm not crying, you are, was one representative comment. <laughs> Such feel-good content has long been a feature of the social web, dating back to the first days of BuzzFeed and Upworthy. But since the switch to video, these stories of the kindness of strangers have taken on the form of stunts and social experiments. On TikTok, the hashtag random acts of kindness has 416 million views, while helping others has nearly 850 million. Though not exclusively stunts, kindness, wholesome and positivity are well into the billions. 
After the video went viral from Pavlik's profile, the Mail published a story about his heartwarming gesture, declaring that the woman, Mary, had been moved to tears. But Mary did not recognise herself as the elderly woman depicted, and she took umbrage with the assumption that Pavlik's intrusion on her day had been welcome. That was just cruel, I thought, to do that to a person. The whole pathetic scenario. I'm in my 60s, I've got grey hair, but it kind of upset my sense of how I'm perceived. I'd never really thought of myself as looking old, she says. She had to act for her own sense of self. In mid-July, she shared, shared her experience on air with ABC Radio Melbourne's Virginia Trioli, saying she felt dehumanised by the interaction with Pavlok. He interrupted my quiet time, filmed and uploaded a video without my consent, turning it into something it wasn't. And I feel like he's making quite a lot of money through it. I feel like clickbait. Marie had come forward because she wanted to warn others, she said. If it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. And then I'm going to abridge the rest and whip through. Pavlok has more than three million followers, earning him a reported monthly income of between five and a half and eight and a half thousand pounds. He is studying for a double degree in design and business, but only to please his mum, he says over a video call from his bedroom in Melbourne. Being a video creator is my ultimate purpose. It can easily veer into exploitation. A striking proportion of kindness videos feature people who are living in poverty, oh, there we are again, or otherwise marginalised and as such assumed to be grateful beneficiaries. In July, an Afghan asylum seeker said he was traumatised by another Australian TikToker swooping in while he was at the supermarket to pay his groceries. In the name of spreading kindness, some content content creators even pose as homeless to shame passers-by for not giving. There's little incentive for platforms to remove material on request or act in accordance with the standards expected of traditional publishers. As I drop my paper, here we go. As more people experience being made into fodder, it seems likely there will be a cultural shift, although whether it's towards protecting our privacy or casting off what remains of it is yet to be seen. Greater literacy and robust social etiquette could evolve around posting online in the same way as mostly observed oversharing pictures of children. Children. Six months on, Marie remains ambivalent about her brush with the internet, but no longer bruised. I've weathered my particular storm, she says. She even seems tickled by how far her point travelled, with some comments in support gaining two million likes, not just for sticking up for me, but for the idea that we shouldn't be treating people in this way. That was very heartening, she says. But she remains critical of Pavlok. I think it's pretty shabby, really. Maybe I'm old fashioned, but a lot of people don't seem to get that it's about making money, not being kind. So true. Well done. Great article. He encroached on Mary's yeah. quiet time. That's what stood out for me. My quiet How time, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say, you know, occasionally I spot on these websites these headlines that are like, oh, this video of this act of kindness will melt your heart. And I never click on them. But I always assumed it's because I'm a nasty, cynical person. But now I feel pleased I didn't click on them. Mm, I think it. This would make for some really interesting debate. I always come back to secondary, but I'd love to know what people think of this because, you know, it's looking beneath the obvious, like challenging what's really going on here and and what you're saying about the people who you're just unsolicited, <laughs> unsolicitedly, that's not even a word, you know, foistering yourself on on somebody else yeah and pretending to be doing all this kind stuff i mean it's a shame we haven't made a video version of this podcast because only you could see me doing a full body cringe as i was reading those hashtags out. oh <laughs> yeah it was visceral like it you could see me shriveling up in my chair but no it's awful isn't it all this kind of oh be kind stuff and often it's mm. the be kind brigade that the least kind of all yeah totally sinister. yeah it is narcissism and and they won't see that like pavlik won't won't no. see that at all. 
It's the narcissism of having to make it all kind of public, isn't it? It's very strange. Yeah. It's this thing that they feel they have to go and seek out some grateful poor person or old person or refugee and then turn themselves into some kind of weird superhero it's it's narcissistic and frankly weird it is it is weird poor mary she was just buying a pair of shoes there she was quiet melbourne supermarket what's he doing in a quiet melbourne supermarket he's certainly not studying for his double degree is he get your assignments done Sort it out, Pavlik. <laughs> Don't come to us for an extension no. when you're too busy making videos. Yeah, well, there we go. All that hashtag nonsense. It's <laughs> going to bring about the end of the world. You mark my words. 